you know, I'm doing fine. I'm doing real fine. I'm excited to to be back in the saddle, as it were. Back in the saddle, okay. I'm back. Oh, God. Are you okay? <laughs> that actually felt real good. That did came you- out way more than I expected, and I, I feel like I, I shook something loose when I did it. So I, I feel, feel like you, you blew out your, your fucking butthole ring. Oh, no, 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 no. Living good. Living better now, actually. Okay, cool. Cool. Loosened it up. (laughs) Uh, Well, after our break last week, we're back. And and guess what? We're back to normal. Telling you you stories about witchcraft. Telling you lies, really. Yeah. All the lies. All the lies. Tell you sweet little lies. (gasps) I forgot to send you the Patreons to make a sound. A song. I'm... Oh no! Oh oh no! Oh, shit. oh no! I just did it. Okay, but welcome okay, wow. to WBAH, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft and stuff. I'm Charlie, and I love telling dad jokes. Sometimes he even laughs. laughs. I'm really sad that like it took me. There was a delay there for me to fully get that joke. There was a a pregnant pause. Yeah, I had to get the layers. The layers of dad. (laughs) Layers of dad is a band. Anyway, this is my cousin Macy. Yeah, man, you caught me off guard. I uh, forgot that we do this Uh um, sometimes, not with any sort of regularity. Nope. Uh, that can make it something easy for me to plan for mm-hmm. or uh, work oh, yeah. around. Really love to, um, to just kind of come at you with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my name is Macy. And as a person, that does not work well for me. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, there you go. You just get a fact. You don't. You don't get a funny. You get a fact. <laughs> Sometimes you get a funny. Sometimes you get a fact. Um, <laughs> but you know what's not funny and is a fact. Whoa. We're, I was, I was trying to segue into what our topics are going to be, but I don't know if I want to just boldly say it's not funny okay. <laughs> or that it's fact, but what are we talking about today? So I'm talking to you today about birch trees. <gasps> Ooh, I love a birch tree. It's my favorite yeah. tree and uh, it's my favorite tree in Minecraft. They're real pretty. Uh, never seen a birch grove in person, I don't think. I'd like to, or at least not like the white ones, you know, like the the ones that you you know, you know. But there's other birches that are, that don't look like that. But it's like I've never seen one of the like the fancy Thomas Kincaid birches, you know. Thomas never seen one of those. Kincaid. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm going to talk yeah. to you about spring cleaning. Sorry, Southern Hemisphere. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Who are you? Do, 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 do. Man, um, I'm excited for that. That's a good. That's that's a good one. It's a good one. You know what else is a good one? Our Patreon mm. shout out segment, where we say thank you to our patrons. Which, by the way, guys, if you are interested. Farmer Wants a Wife is coming up to its conclusion. Y'all, if you if you're someone who wants to binge listen, 
If you're someone who wants to binge listen, we're about to be rapping. Yep. And if you just happen to want to listen to the whirlwind, our take on this first season of Farmer Wants a Wife, it's over there waiting for you. Five bucks a month. Waiting for you. And we've already decided what our second uh, our second season of, of Simp yeah, Cap man. is going to be. Tell them, hit them with yeah, that man. info. Yeah, man. So... No, maybe you weren't into maybe you weren't in Farmer Wants Wife. You know, like oh, the reality TV thing. That's not for me. And it's, you know, that's fine. But I know some of y'all like Bridgerton. I know that it's got deep hooks in some of you. Oh yeah. So we are covering this hot and fresh. It's coming out on May fourth, so it will be coming out a bit before we get to it. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of a gap there, so like maybe you can you can kind of like form your own opinions, and we can yeah. when we do Simp Cap, we're into it. We're into the folds of this content. And uh, we're covering the the prequel, Queen Charlotte's prequel that is, is coming out on May 4th. It's hot and fresh for everybody. And uh, so that when, when FWA ends here in just, uh, I think there's this week and then one more week, and it's all over, we'll probably take a week off and we'll be back. Mm-hmm. We'll be back with the Bridgerton universe. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh man, get into I'm that so ready. that pretty and delicious world that Macy has aptly called cake. It's cake for your brain. It is, yeah. Come eat cake with us. Mm-hmm. Come eat cake with us over at Simpcap for the next. It's six. It's six episodes long, so we'll have six weeks of cake and maybe a little more if we want to have like summary or something. So it's weeks of cake. Mm-hmm. Weeks yeah. and weeks of cake. Mm-hmm. I want pants that say that on the butt. Just weeks and weeks and Just weeks of cake. Weeks of cake. Uh, <laughs> wow! But thank you to our. Let's loop it back around. Thank you to our Patreons who make it make it happen. Today we have Kinsey L, Paige, and Tina M. This causes me so much stress. I know. I didn't send them to you ahead of time. I very lazy. No, you didn't. I very lazily sent them to you like four minutes ago. And I no, know when, when we were recording. When we were yeah, recording, we and were you would have already had no time. It, yes, in the process. Oh yeah, of doing this. Oh, big time. Country roads take me, Paige, oh? to the place Kenzie L, West Virginia. Tina M, <laughs> take me home. <laughs> Country roads. I there you fully, go. I fully thought you were going to say Tina Mama. Ooh, that would have been cute. Tina Mama. <laughs> well, then I'm going to talk to you about spring cleaning. Because it is, in this part of the world, spring. And if it's not spring in your part of the world, fall cleaning is a thing, too. Um, and also, listen to this later, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Spring cleaning. What comes to mind when we think of spring cleaning? Every time I say or think about or read spring cleaning, it is one of those things that, it, 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 like, this image has etched itself into my brain so hardcore. It's like a lady in a 1950s, like, mid-century home with the light coming through and she's beating the shit out of a rug. And you see all the little dust particles in the air and the light. I don't know why. Have you ever beaten a rug? In my in my youth, 
Uh, yes, I feel like I was tasked with beating the rugs because that's a good one for children. Not recently, though. <laughs> I haven't either. Not recently either. But like, I like doing it. I, I well, I, I'll I'll beat my floor mats <laughs> in my car. <laughs> Do you have a um? There's a car wash round round these parts and a few other places that I've seen, but they have the free uh, mat cleaner. And it's like a machine, and it's like that pancake printer at hotels where it just you it just gra- it just grabs on, and it runs it through the little machine, and it beats the shit out of it, and it squirts it with water, and then it dries it, and then it spits it out the other side for you. I'm very suspicious of that. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. They come out so clean. I've never and heard of this in my life. <laughs> I listen, <sighs> okay. You gotta go to the you gotta go to the one in uh in Mineola, Texas, right by the okay. Walmart. I will. Okay. okay. Will. Good. I'll do it. I'll go get my floor mats cleaned. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> For free. <sighs> anyway, spring cleaning. It's just <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly clean our homes. <laughs> Uh, and our living spaces, typically in like a deep manner that you mm. don't do every day. So like all the all the bullshit that you don't want to do, like it's the, the the washing of the outside windows. When's the last time you washed the outside of your windows? You know, you get down and you do the the baseboard. Yeah. Who does baseboards? Not me, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like all Dude, the, I only did them because I threw a Twilight party. This, like, exactly. Yeah. I, like I was just like I'm gonna use this as an excuse to clean them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need an excuse to do the baseboards. It's just fact. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will clean the outside of the windows when you can no longer get any sunlight through them. That's the only time that I will do that. But unless I'm using ah. that cool thing, have you seen that cool? It's like a mat. You know, fish tanks use that little magnetized scrubber that you can use. Yes, they make those for like. People windows now, and I—it's a smart idea, and I like it. Lit. And I would do that maybe once until the novelty wore off. But anyway, so this tradition of spring cleaning our homes—this is old, brother. This is old mm. for a couple of reasons. Um, one of the first things I learned about spring cleaning, I was like, we do spring cleaning because it's when the, the earth is tilted in the right way to where the light best hits the dirt and dust. And you can you can see all the debris that have accumulated and you can see it in the air and the sunlight gets stronger in the spring. And it was like all about sunlight, which is true. But it also goes back to just kind of coming out of the winter months and the weather becoming warmer and we're starting to wake up and and shake off if we're looking at the wheel of the year and as spring is the start of it we're in the we're in the the birthing process this is right after the death you know so all the seeds are popping mm. up and um i know we're actually a little bit into spring now but um i pff, suck it i haven't done the episode till now <laughs> we've been busy but, yeah well and we're into spring for us but like a lot of places, I, you know, and like we were even just up in the northeast, like yeah. they were there's greenery and whatnot, but they're weeks behind yeah. us, they're you still know, from where we are. Like, I, I, we are comfortably at a level where I would be comfortable doing spring cleaning because you don't want to do spring cleaning when you're like still gonna get a bunch of dreary 
snowy days and, and shit like that. But yeah, we've got full on leaves and shit. Like yeah. it's done. The, the leaves are done. The trees look like how they're going to look now for the next several months. Yeah. yeah. We we're Very done bright. here. And it's, it's great. And it's warm. Uh, but, but spring, it's a, it's our fresh, it's our fresh start. It's, you know, waking up after the, the long night's sleep and we feel refreshed now. Uh, I mean, I don't want to tell you how to feel I'm like we, everyone feels refreshed, but you, <laughs> but I mean, it is, the world is refreshed and it's this opportunity to kind of clear out the clutter and reset our living space and kind of like reset life at this point you know we're getting another this is this is truly like the new the newest part of the year um because you know new year's in january is fucked up for so many reasons uh (laughs) i refuse to acknowledge it at this point besides just the like what you have to say to live in the world where you tell people like oh happy new year's it's not the new year anyway um so yeah, that's that's how we do it. But also, there's this magical tie to it, and it's got deep historical ties. So magically, you know, obviously, we can use this as a as a chance to enhance chew chew five gum and enhance the senses. Isn't that what they say? That's what mm. they say. Yes. <laughs> but it can it can uh, be a time to cleanse our own energy and our own magical working space, heighten our awareness to the world around us and its changes and, you know, everything from like improving the quality of air to just making it a more aesthetically pleasing place to be at this time. Uh, the the K in magic has such a deep hold on me. When I get to like write in my notes and I'm not thinking about it and I read them back, I stick that K in magic every single time. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't use it. I don't use it when I think about it, but when I'm just like hammering or just typing in tippity tap, tip to tap, and it, it comes out M A J M A G S E K. Spring cleaning. I get it. Dates back centuries. Um, so its roots go further, further back than, than just this, but I have examples for you. Okay. So in ancient Persia, there was the festival of, now excuse me, I won't do it correctly, Noroas? Noroas? Noruz? Anyway, it marked the beginning of the Persian New Year, and it was the time for deep cleaning and decluttering around the home. And this was believed to be passed down even further back from the, now excuse me again, Zoroastrian religion? which had it like really highly held cleanliness and like purity and keeping things clean. It's very sort of the roots of cleanliness is next to godliness, if you will. Mm. Um, let's see. In other cultures and civilizations, we have the spring is the time of renewal after the death. It's rebirth. And it's uh, really important to look at what's going on in the natural world around us, such as in ancient Egypt, the festival of Opet was held to mark the arrival of spring. So during this time, the Pharaoh and his little, what do you call the Pharaohs? His, his flunkies, the people with the Pharaoh. I don't know. They were. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They would, uh, they would like parade through the streets and they would engage in like a ritual washing to purify themselves before the gods. Mm. Uh, in Europe, getting a little closer here, the, the tradition of spring cleaning 
is often tied with Christianity. And it kind of butts head with the celebration of Easter, which is, you know, all about spiritual renewal, rebirth, regrowth. We we know the whole Easter Christianity pagan crossover at this point. But um, it's also just a practical way to kind of get your house ready for uh, just life that will be happening and everything that's accumulated. Everything gets gross over the winter, you know, especially if you live in a space where there's fucking snow and then they put salt out everywhere like and then you track all that like wet salty sludge in your house and then it dries and then you got crusty salt everywhere it's just gross brother and (laughs) it gets dark really easy and like we're sleepy we're tired the winter is a time of rest we're having less visitors in our home well i guess except for like the holidays but generally i think House cleaning kind of takes a little bit of a of a step back. It's a little more cozy in those winter times. But now we're up, we're going, we're seeing all the dirt and the dust, and it's disgusting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I'm just always going to clean my house better if I can open the windows. I I just am. Yeah. If I can open up my windows, I'm going to clean my house so good. It, they just correlate. It, it, yeah, it just freshens up. You know, I I have a hard time uh, cleaning. How, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without basically just ripping off what you just said. <laughs> but I have a hard time cleaning when I don't get to visualize it leaving, you know, and I have a hard time. Yeah, yeah. It's just very stagnant times in the winter. Where does the dust go? I need the. I need to at least feel like the dust is going somewhere. You know, I know even yeah. with the windows open, it's probably just getting sucked up in the HVAC. But like still, I, I want to pretend. Um. Mm. But today, so yeah, we've got we've got these deep spiritual ties and all through history we've had spring cleaning. Uh, but today it is much more practical, you know, cleaning our house after a long winter. We're waking our bodies back up. We're feeling renewed and uh, we have a desire to sort of get rid of the things that feel like winter, if that makes sense. Anything that's sort of weighing you down. You don't want the big, heavy, chunky blanket around you right now. And you, like, you want to bounce up and you want to go frolic through them flowers. And you don't have time mm-hmm. for all the, the dirty shit. So um, in addition to decluttering, it also allows us to kind of uh, build up the the miasma. Or not build up the, get rid of the built up miasma. It gives, it lets us build up our miasma real good. Um, it lets us kind of rid ourselves of this miasma that's been accumulating. And the metaphysical dirt and dusts that have built up over these winter months. A lot of us take a hit at this time of year. You know, a lot of us deal with that seasonal depression or at least just kind of taking a dip in our magical um, prowess. At the time, a lot of people like to do like to do their magic outside. <clears throat> My voice, whoa, they like to do their magic outside. And it's just not feasible to do that in the winter months. Outside of the mundane and the metaphysical, there's also this very emotional tie that we have to cleaning and spring cleaning in particular. So, you know, the well, how does the saying go like, the the home reflects what's in the mind or our space reflects our mental state there, there's some kind of cute little yeah thing. yeah i forget but but basically uh clutter and disorganization can contribute to our feelings of like stress and anxiety and when things are clean and organized or even when you just like rearrange the room you get that hit 
of I don't know fucking dopamine. I'm not a scientist, but well, like, I mean, yeah, you can. It's there's the energy to it, and you can get into yeah. feng shui, you know. And it's like you got all that going on to where it's like it, there's so many layers to it to where it's like your perception and how that affects you mentally, and also the energetic flow of a space as mm-hmm. well. Like mm-hmm. it all plays in together. But you definitely can feel like when you clean that room, it buzzes. I always feel it like when I clean yeah. a room and I get to like stand at the threshold and look into it. Oh, it yeah. buzzes. And it's fresh and you can feel it. And you can feel it when you fuck. You can feel it when you <laughs> when you're not in that room. You know, if you clean your living room really good and you're like in your bedroom and you just sort of walk from your bedroom to like, I don't know, the bathroom and even like you can just kind of feel that pull. You're like, hey, that room's really nice. You should make the rest of the rooms mm-hmm. like that. Um mm-hmm. and it kind of spreads. It's it's a good little happy thing that you're like, hey, look how good this was. I want to do this to the kitchen now. Um whether or not I you know I that just I I I just kind of rode that wave actually a little bit right before we started recording so I I made a we had a um juniper tree die in a storm or a tree fell on I don't remember we've had a lot of big storms and it knocks trees down just Mm. just the way of it and so I had a whole bunch of juniper boughs and i was like well i'll make a whole bunch more bundles because i haven't had those in a while Mm -hmm. you know and so i made big ones doing the big hell yeah huge and i they're ready and so i had one outside and i had used it already you know but the plate was outside and i was like i'll just before we record you know what i'll smoke cleanse myself just kind of just do a little a little quick little smoke cleanse you know and then i did it and then i was like well i need to carry this plate inside and then i carried it inside and the plate was smoking and i was like well i mean i'm already here and i'm already holding this plate with this smoking juniper on it let me i'll just crack a few windows open it's not a big deal (laughs) i smoke cleansed the entire house like the entire house by the time it was over with and it did it just kind of compounded and i think because i didn't make it a grand affair i just rode on the cleaning energy that's Mm. going on right now and it was like oh let me you know what let me just cleanse myself before we record you know what i got time what, what do we got we got we got like 30 minutes i i can do that i'll just smoke cleanse the house real quick it's a big deal and it just i just wrote it and it was really nice and now i'm in a nice smoke cleanse space i think that some of my best cleaning whether it be metaphysical or mundane gets done in that way like the time that you are like okay today's my cleaning day i'm gonna spend all day cleaning it's like more of a struggle to get that done than the day where you had no fucking plans and it started with washing one dish and then you're just suddenly yeah. like, you know, yeah, you're in it. <laughs> maybe you're, maybe it's just a manic spell, but either way the house is getting clean. <laughs> but this, um, I just think it's easier to do shit when you're in the mood to yeah. do it, you know, like that. And that was what it was. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood. I've kind of been doing a little bit more magic lately. Cause I, springtime is my time. I mean, it, I love it. Exactly. And, it just unfolded. It just it just did its thing because I wanted to. And that's always easier. Well, and I mean, exactly like you just said, springtime is is when a lot of people kind of start to wake up and, and feel it again. Um, e- even people who really like the winter, such as, you know, like I've gone, been on record. I don't know if you've heard. I like the winter. Um, the beginning of it is still a lot more like, ooh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's do all this Sawin magic, and then we'll do, like, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. we'll get it, you know, ooh, ooh. But by the end of winter, even I'm like, okay, we I need something to stir. Uh-huh. Something, something's got to stir. Yes. And that's what it what it is. It Spring kind of comes around, and especially when we get, get this clean and done, it will 
enhance our uh, senses, as I said earlier, like, uh, the five gum. Remember when I made that remark? I said that already. I do. I, I, I do, do remember it. it. It's like when those people eat York patties and they come. <laughs> Yeah, they get the goosebumps and their eyes their eyes get real tight yeah. and they come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> and their slogan is like what? Peppermint patty, come. What is it? <laughs> um Anyway, the the process, it, the last thing I have here of like a little mundane note is just the process of cleaning can be it can be pleasant all the way around it can release there's all the pleasant there's the pleasant sense you know um especially if you really put a lot of thought into your cleaning um because sometimes cleaning isn't like really super smelly good like i know uh back when i would use more harsh ingredients it was like straight up headache inducing um yeah and and sometimes you need the tough stuff sure but you can also, like, look, if you made your own, like, all-purpose and you got to put all your little oils in it that you like and you're lighting your candles and, you know, you're mopping your floor with, like, your floor washes and all your magical shit. Maybe you do some smoke cleansing. Like, it's nice. It smells nice. And it puts us in a in a, a better headspace. You know, like, scent is – we've talked about this before. Scent is very tied to, like, your actual brain chemistry. So when you're doing these essential oils, whether or not you believe like, hey, essential oils are good for your health and these what they, they like, it's at least scientific fact that when we smell certain smells, like it changes what's going on in our brain. So even if you're just looking at it that way, a nice, how, a nice orange rind smelling house. Are you kidding me? It's mm, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, visually, it creates a, a more pleasing space to live in making it easier to become inspired, to do magic, to breathe easier, and just kind of move around and get shaken. Shake your little, shake your little, hell yeah, get your tits out. Oh, yeah. Get them out. Sun's out, tits out. Sun's out, tits out. That's the saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one. So, magically. Magically and energetically. Cleanse yourself all in, in spring. Cleanse yourself magically, energetically as well. Not not just your home. It can improve your life in many ways. Okay, listen. Here's the ways it can it can remove negative energy. Mm-hmm. Cleanse away, cleanse away that negative energy. It's gonna leave you wow. lighter, more energized, feeling peaceful. Mm. Increase now that you've removed the negative shit. You want to increase your positivity. All right. So you make space. You make the space by getting rid of the negative. Then you bring in the positive. So you can set your intention. Do you want to be more confident? Do you want to be more motivated? Do you just want to feel better and more optimistic? Do it. Do those things. Set that intention. Do it then. Do it then. Reduce stress and anxiety. El- eliminate. Spring cleaning eliminates stress and anxiety. I mean, yeah, it just knocks it right out of the park. Um, well, that's not true, but you can create a more peaceful and soothing environment, which will in turn at least alleviate a little bit of the stress. Uh, you can use this time to promote healing, whether that be spiritual or mental or whatever. Um, just sort of releasing this negative shit can help promote that positive energy to flow through 
And I, I hate, I almost hate the term positive energy. I feel like it's, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Positive energy is how it sounds, but there's no other way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what you mean. You know, yeah, what I mean. It, it can. Yeah, it sound a little like just, yeah, I know what you mean. Like a little like a throwaway woo woo term or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, this can all kind of branch together to help do things like improve our job uh, function or like in, uh, not function. What is it? What What is it when you do good at a job? Your uh, job performance. performance. Thank you. Satisfaction. Yeah, both of those things, whatever. You can improve your relationships, too. You ever just get, like, towards the end of winter when you're just, like, trapped in your house with people, you ever just get a little bit snippy? And then, like, when spring comes around, you can get out and do shit again. You're just like... (sighs) You do. You feel like you can fill your lungs for the first time all the way in, and the air that is inside of them is clean. Yeah, yeah. You're out of the cage. You're out of the cage, and it's clean. Ultimately, this can kind mm, of, you so know, much. this magical and um, physical spring cleaning can help to support you. And, uh, you know, but wait, that's not what I wanted to say. It, it can help to enhance your overall quality of life. And I have some tips for you to cleanse your space for the spring, to cleanse yourself for the spring. Now, this is all a metaphysical journey that I'm about to talk about because, like, what do you want me to tell you? I want me to tell you how to clean a house. You know how to do that. Come on. Get some, get some, uh, what's, what's a good company? Miss Myers. Do we like Miss Myers? Do we hate Miss Myers? Does she? I have- don't know. I, I, that's what, that's like the natural option that I have in my small rural town. Mm. And I like the, I like the lemon verbena one mm. or the lemongrass one. I, I like yeah. the honeysuckle. I don't see that one very often, but Whoa. I bet it's nice because I like honeysuckle anything. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. shit, use a little water, use some, a uh, couple drops of, of Dawn. And some essential oil. Boom. There's your all-purpose cleaner. Yeah. 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 You want to knock some out, throw some oregano oil in there to nuke all the bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. Throw some some lemon in there if you're feeling spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got options. Yeah. So... I usually do. I usually spice up. Even if I have like a little thing of Mrs. Myers, I, I put extra essential oils in there all a lot. I put essential oils in a lot of things that I... I until I kind of ran out of my essential oils, I forgot like how much I do with them. And one thing that I do, mm-hmm. and this may sound excessive, but like I have a really bad sensory issue with um, my hands after they're wet for like a prolonged period of time. I've talked about it before. Um, and I found that lotion's the only thing that can even help a little bit with it. So I have lotion like all over the place. And I have put like very specific intentional essential oils into these lotions depending on where they are like by my little workstation (laughs) by my little workstation it's peppermint and orange because it's like sure wake you up that's nice make you yeah sure yeah 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 Yeah, focus focused if it's by my bed it's uh lav obviously Mm. duh Mm -hmm. duh uh in my bathroom um i have this blend what was it called i forget what was actually in it It was one of those blends that are like pre-made for you but it just smelled good and it just yeah. made me, it's very self-carry i think it it couldn't have been rose because that's way expensive but it was like rose like you know flowery yeah. kind of pretty beautiful anyway here's some tips that you can use to spring clean yourself and your energy the first one a big go-to we got boinin oibs baby 
Boinen oibs. Do you some smoke cleansing? You can do this on your body. You can do this in your environment. Light whatever you're using and walk. Burn the herbs on your body. Burn them on your belly button. Stick your belly button full of herbs and light them. Yeah, nature's bowl. Mm, Nature's bowl. Nature's shot glass. Mm. Mm. Um. On top of that, <laughs> may I, w- I want to go further and say sound clearing. Once again, I don't want to discount sound clearing. It is so goddamn perfect. It um, works so good. It works so good. It's if, if you can make sound, if you have a body that can move, it mm, is free. Mm, sound mm, clearing mm, is free. Free. You can do it. Yeah. It's amazing. And if you want to get fancy, you can get like a little bell. Or you can slam yeah, two man. sticks together, or two. Oh, you can do probably all kinds of weird things, all sorts all of silly, yeah. silly little sound clearing things that you could that you could get. Well, I mean, and I don't even want to call this silly because I think they're badass. But like a like a jaw heart for sound clearing. Oh hell yeah, like, we know somebody that who works, does that. And it's you know, fucking sick. I love it. I got you. I think you did too. We both got cleansed mm-hmm. by one sound mm-hmm. cleansed by one, and it was like. Amazing. It shook something in my body. Mm. Um, mm. I feel like my my Appalachian ancestors. I said Appalachian weird. My Appalachian ancestors were vibrating at that point. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> feel it. Feel the roots. <laughs> um. But I, I, like we were talking about earlier, how that room, how when you change it, when you clean it, when you uh, reorganize it, whatever how it just has that buzz to it. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that I like to point people towards. And we've said this so many fucking times. And I always like to pre I've, I've said that a lot this episode. It's like, I've said this before, but like, I don't want to, I don't want people to be like, they talk about the same thing too much. Fuck you. First of all, second of all, Whoa. <laughs> sound cleanse your house. Cause that's what I like to point people to that, to like show them the very real physical feeling that you get from stuff like this. You know, when, you go into a room and you clap up in the corner is usually my where I'm like clapping anyways. It's when it's muted and like dull, then you do you some sound clearing and all of a sudden it's rings clear that it it's wild to me to this day. It is still such a wild, tangible piece of evidence for witchcraft to me. Um, but yeah, do you some mm-hmm. if you want to get mm-hmm. aggressive with it? You know, maybe you've got your little high, high tinging, high tingly, ting, 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 ting bells to bring in a cute little, boo, cute, it's cute and sweet and everybody's happy. But like, maybe you want to get aggressive. Just fucking scream. Point. Yeah, yell it. Tell it to go leave. Get out. I'm tired of it. Get out. I've had enough of you being in my space. Get out. Point Oh, and sometimes you can just get on a good get out chain. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's great. Let your throat really shake it out. Like, you'll feel it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And mm. then you can come through with your little cute tingly ting bell and, like, you know, bring all the good shit in. Um, a bath ritual. Macy, you know about those. Mm. I've heard you like I a bath. I had one yesterday. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Mm. Uh, powerful. Very powerful. Cleanse yourself because you're cleansing like yourself physically as well in the process, but set your intentions. Add add that sea salt or that uh, Epsom salt. Add them essential oils and herbs and all the shit that obviously is skin safe and you've t- patch tested. Blah blah blah. But that to milk. actually like get out of the bath and like open the drain and watch all that shit just go. 
just be taken away to God knows wherever water goes when it drains. I don't know. Um, and I like to do that for when I scrub all of my skin off. Yeah. This is gross, but I'm going to share it with you. Yeah. But like, cause I've really, I've, I'm a lizard person. Mm-hmm. And so you need a good like, molt. I'll, I'll do a lot of exfoliating and this is really nasty, but like when it's time to get out of the bath, like you can see it on the top of the water. You can see it like shimmering yeah. on the oh, top yeah. of, oh, yeah. of the water. Oh, yeah. oh, and that's like my old outer coat. I just drain it away and then I rinse yeah. off afterward. And it's like, I shed a whole layer of skin and I can yeah. see it. They're floating in the water. It's disgusting. That's always when I'm like, it's time to get out is when I can see that I've created that. I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to go rinse off. When your tub starts to grow skin. flesh yeah. coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the, what is it called? Mm-hmm. A scoby? When you start getting like a scoby on your tub. I, I, yeah. I put a pellicle. Yeah. I grew a pellicle on my tub. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Yeah, which interesting. You say that I'm back in, dude. I've got, oh! I've got a new pellicle growing right now. Yeah, under my cabinet. It's it's a thin, thin little thin thin sheet. Gross. But it's gonna be big and it's gonna be gross, and I can't wait to run it through my fingers. Uh, does it feel like a dolphin? Uh, I've never touched one. I don't know. <laughs> You've never touched your <laughs> your scoby. I've never touched a dolphin, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> The one that makes more sense of the two. I've never touched a dolphin either. <laughs> what was it more believable for me to have done that than to have touched my stuff? My Pisces rising took control. Shut up. It, it did. It came out. It slipped out. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Whoa. Uh Okay, bath rituals. Uh, you you know what you can add yeah. into that that bath ritual. You, you what? you've smoked cleansed your house. You've done some sound cleansing. You're in that bath. You're scrubbing off your weird lizard skin. And uh, damn right, bring in dust off those crystals. Dust dust off those crystals. Let them come out. Let them do the job they want to do. Let them transmute that energy for you. Cleanse them. Do you know what I like to do? Can I keep interrupting you? But I know a lot about bath magic or at least my own bath magic (laughs) practices that I can contribute to this section. So I have a little selenite tower that I like to keep at the head of the bath, Mm. like right where my head is. Mm -hmm. And then I like to keep I have this cute little carved. uh, I believe it was already artisanals. It's a little carved um, like mahogany or a golden obsidian little figure and i keep that at the feet and so it's like i've got that at the foot and the selenite at the head and i just feel like it really works for me yeah just really fucking cycles through yeah 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 Yeah. now um when you're visualizing this because visualization is i'm tying it in to my next little thing are you visualizing (laughs) how does this work are you taking and grounding into your energy through, through your feet and it's blasting out through your head or are you putting everything back in to the or through your feet and taking energy through your head? I just kind of see it as creating a space of perfect balance that I just get to be in for mm. a little while mm-hmm. and calibrate myself to. And so that when I leave, I know what it feels like to be in that space between like grounded and oh. elevated, you know, like, and I, so I feel like it like creates a little field that when the water's all charged up with like the grounding of obsidian and like the uppity, like high spiritness of fucking satin spar tower and it's like i feel like you got it just i can then be like oh this is what it feels like to be balanced Mm. when i'm there isn't visualization interesting because like everybody does something wild 
you know? Yeah, it's totally wild. I, it's I all have, effective. It's just our brains. Yeah, yeah. And that's why there's no real right way to do it. Don't be like, I have to visualize the the golden light around me or whatever. That's nice. But when people say that, you can really kind of sub in whatever works for you. I'm like a dirty fish tank. <laughs> I have to spurt out my old dirty energy, spurt, spurt down the drain and then suck up new clean, you know, get, get, get washed out mm-hmm. and get that new mm-hmm. clean tank water put into me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I recently changed Wetley's water and that's, I was, I was yeah. about to ask house Wetley. Yeah. Great. What a sweet boy he is. What a sweet boy. I'm so bad. glad. What? I'm glad. I'm just glad he's well. He's well. He's well. And I felt really bad because when we left, he was just eating off one of those like 14 day feeder things. And I'm like, I know that can't be. That's not the best for you, is it? Yeah, he's not getting little treat treats. Yeah, he needs his he needs his freeze dries freeze freeze dried blood worms. He needs those. Yeah. The boy yeah. needs his blood worms. <laughs> Farmer wants a blood worm. <laughs> Gross. Um, and lastly, let me beat this into you. Let's let me let me be mom for a minute and fucking be journal. God damn it. Reflect on the past few months and what you've been going and what might have been weighing you down. Write them down in a journal. Then release it. Burn it. Tear it up. Flush it. Throw it away. I don't give a shit. And then make a new page. And you can put like your hopes and your dreams. Or you could just be grateful for like what feels good. I'm grateful that it's getting warm out. I'm grateful that this, that, and the other. You know, you can make a to-do list. And kind of manifest like, hey, everything on the stage. This is not just a to-do list. This is I'm manifesting that these things will get done and easily and it won't be stressful. Um, but yeah, that's just a few few little magical, magical with the K practices that you can use to spring clean yourself. Spring clean the inside of your brain. Spring cleaning. Doing it to ya. Okay, spring I feel cleaning. like I learned a thing or two about Clean the spring cleaning. Holes. And we know you got a lot of holes. Clean out your holes. Clean out your holes, just in general. Mm. It's mm. good practice. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or don't. Whatever, man. I mean, if they need cleaning, yeah. you might want to clean them. Yeah, I mean, or, or whatever. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not your mom. I don't know. I guess But you know what? On the topic of things of that nature, you know, who might know about such things of health and uh, matters of whether or not that that might be that might be good for us. You know, who might who might know that? Who? Hold on. Oh, the suspense. I'm I'm feeling. I'm feeling a little. Oh no! Oh shit! Bitch trees. <laughs> Nicholas, is that you? Descript. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tis me. <laughs> okay. Tell me tell me what you what you have to say. Your wisdom. Tell me. This grows a goodly tall straight tree. <laughs> goodly. Fraught. With many boughs and slender branches bending downward. It usually grows in woods. 
You're sounding real frail these days, Nicholas. It is a tree of Venus. <laughs> the juice of the leaves while they are young. Ew. Or distilled water oh. of them. Or the water that comes from the tree being bored with an auger. And what? distilled afterwards. <laughs> Any of these drank for some days together is available to break, to break the stone in the kidneys and bladder and is good also to wash sore mouths. <laughs> Oh, man, I feel really lightheaded. Uh, are you all right? What's the matter? We were visited by Nicholas. Ah, oh, damn it, really? He channeled. He channeled. And oh. listen, he had some real weird shit to say. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he, damn. God, he just sounded like on death's door, man. <laughs> he is... He is a, a specter. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot of energy for him to... He is a frail wisp of a specter. Yeah. For some yeah. days. Uh, for for some days. For some. How, um, many? How many, Nicholas? You know, you'll, fig- you'll figure it out. <laughs> or you'll die. Or you'll... Yeah, you'll figure it out when you pass that kidney stone through your dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, ah, I guess it's been some days. <laughs> it's been some days. Um, so, birch trees. Good. What yeah. are they? They are deciduous hardwood trees. Whoa. And they're, they belong to the genus Betula, which sounds lit to me. Um, yeah, Betula, like Dracula, but Betula. Whoa. But also like Batch, you're right. Batch. Um, and they're in the family Betulaceae, which is also fun. Love that. Um, and and with this with this grouping, you get uh, alders, hazels, and a grouping of plants slash trees. I guess trees probably that I wasn't aware of called hornbeams, <laughs> and uh, I like that a lot. That's cute. Um, huh. So the birch tree. It does not really live long. It's not a long-lived tree as far as tree lives can span. Yeah, was, you don't uh, really see big, fat, fuck-off birch no, trees. No, you really don't, and there's reasons for that. So most birch trees are, are going to go between the ages of 60 and 90, Whoa. and they're going to they're gonna die. Of an, of a life, they'll live a life cycle uh, within like life that time. Cycle. They do, and... Uh, they're they're also only of like medium height, you know. They're not very big trees. Uh, generally, they're only going to reach about eighty feet or so, you know, in height. Just on, like a on human kind of the upper end. Yeah, just like a human height. They're just like people. Hmm. And the people. word birch comes from the, the, the Proto Indo European uh. word. There's a lot of hyphens. Uh, Bereg. That's not how you pronounce it because they're mm-hmm. just Gaelic. There's Gaelic roots, and I do have some of the, the pronunciation for the Gaelic right, but I it, it never looks the way it sounds or sounds the way it looks. So anyway, the the root, uh, the Gaelic word. Sorry, let me get my thoughts together. So the Gaelic word for birch is pronounced bay, b e y bay. Okay, 
but it is spelled B E I T H E. Okay. Um, it's I so I looked it up this time because I'm trying to be good. Um, and so, but uh, just remember that. I feel like that's important for me to tell you to remember that because we come back to that. If we sure. don't, it doesn't matter. But I think we do anyway. Right. So, birch trees are a pioneer species. I was like, what does that mean? And it means that these guys are some of the first things to kind of rock up on a new territory or or a landscape and kind of recolonize it with forests Whoa. again. They can handle it. If I recall correctly, correctly that's kind of how like chestnuts were too. Like they can handle some shitty conditions. Uh, granted, the blight kills them dead real quick. Ooh, but like yeah. if it wasn't for that, they'd be fine. Um, <laughs> and so damn blight. The blight sucks, man. And so, in fact, they did this. Uh, the birch trees did just this after the last ice age. So following the glaciers, the birch trees were like kind of coming behind it and seeding the new forests, like cool. spreading along, creating new forestry. And the birch tree is pretty distinctive to look at, at least the recognizable species of, with the, the pale bark. So it's a very thin kind of pole-like tree. It's also very pliant. You know, it's kind of graceful uh, and it's kind of a delicate looking tree. And we know a lot of these, again, by their distinctive bark, which is oftentimes for some species white very stark white as well and they're pretty to look at you know i would love to see one like i've seen the pictures and paintings to where it's like you know sometimes it's like in snow and then some like but like you just see, or like them in fall with like the bright leaves against like the white trunks and then like they have like the black like knot edges kind of all slow like striped across they're just so pretty i want to see it so bad and like there's trees. a reason yeah they do they they do they look like zebras and there's a reason that we don't have the white barked uh, birch trees. We do have, there is like some birch trees uh, that are in the South and there's some like in Texas. They don't, they're brown, um, but they are not like, you know, what you think of when you think of birch tree, like in the, the decorative or like the, you know, like the pretty sense. Like you see like birch tree branches for like, uh, fucking vases and what is that what's the word floral design mm. i can't mm. think of words that anyway it's we don't really have those down here for a reason that's kind of like counterintuitive so oh. like bear with me on here they have the white bark up north to reflect the heat from them because they don't want to warm up in the cold weather seasons oh so the reason for this is their internal structure makes it so that temperature fluctuations from extreme cold to even just to warm and back again can be too much. And eventually over time, they'll just deteriorate from the inside out. So if they're Me. cold, like they are up north in a cold winter, they just need to stay cold until it's time to not be cold anymore. Um, and so that white bark makes it so that like the light from the sun and just heat is more likely to reflect. They'll be cooler, uh, than they would be otherwise. Listen, I respect it. It made, it was like, when I first read it, I was like, what? But then I was like, okay, that makes sense. But it is kind of like, oh, okay. It's a little sure. backwards, but sure. Right. Um, the... 
types, the two types of birch trees that most people recognize are the paper birch and the silver birch. And the paper birch tree is aptly named because when it reaches maturity, uh, its bark is white at that point, and it kind of peels off in these cool sheets. You know, like it really really comes off and uh they seem to shed pretty often uh but it seems like they need to get to that point though like if you just like go and like pull all the the stuff off when it's not ready you'll fuck them up but it's like i mean when they're ready you can like pull it off and it's like yeah i would love to do it Mm. don't pull off anything before before something's ready before it's ready to be pulled off yeah and uh these trees generally only live 60 or so years, the paper birch trees, as while they're cold hardy, they're not the hardiest when it comes to being susceptible to like insects, uh, such as like there's one, the bronze borer uh, or funguses, but they're very pretty. Huh. And uh, they, they, they have some purposes, which we're going to get into. Uh, there's also the silver birch, which doesn't shed silver its bark birch. like the paper birch. Silver birch. And they also have the bright white trunks and they have kind of a shaggy or slightly weepy look, kind of the, de- like as, as, uh, as the pep said, kind of downcast branches, oh. you know, uh, and uh, the pep. And so they're just very elegant looking trees. In fact, poet S.T. Coleridge called the birch tree the lady of the woods. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Yeah. And when we look at the functions of the birch tree in an ecosystem, we can see intelligence kind of in the design of this being a pioneer species. Like we can just kind of see nature at work because not only does this tree kind of bring the greenery and the roots to the area, it brings the creatures behind it Mm. because Mm. insects and birds, mammals so many creatures utilize the birch tree, whether it's birds eating the bugs like that eat the leaves, uh, you know, or, you know, like deer will eat the twigs or the, you know, kind of like tender branches and animals will uh, eat the sap dripping from like boreholes from beetles that have eaten into the trunk. You know, like it just this tree is used and it's kind of short-lived and it gives all it's got it reproduces quickly it's kind of like a crop tree sometimes you know it's like where it goes the creatures do too it's the giving tree it is the giving tree i thought about it the whole time i was doing this um i know fuck that kid piece of shit fucking kid so this goes for humans too humans are animals and the birch is a hardwood tree, which is nice considering how quickly it grows. So uses for birch reach so far back into history and uses are varied. So Native Americans utilized the paper birch bark to make canoes. Uh, I looked up some images of these. They are so, they're just so brilliantly made. It was so interesting to look at them. Uh, So, uh, also, be- oh, see, I, it did. It did all come come back again. So remember the word bay, bay. or it was pronounced. It was like bythe is how it was spelled, right? <laughs> uh, 
or birch. So it is the first symbol of the Oum Celtic tree alphabet. It's all it's spelled like Oghem, O-G-H-A-M. So the oh. Oum Celtic tree alphabet, and it represents the letter B. So this is a really old, like super mysterious alphabet. I've kind of talked on it. I feel like when I like I think when I talked on uh, oak and maybe like ash. I think maybe like I. It's a very fascinating, mysterious, old alphabet. Uh, and what's, it's written vertically along lines Ooh. instead of horizontally. And so it's like these slashes that come off of a vertical line, depending on whether they come off the left or the right. It's very interesting. Um, so I need to cover it one one day because I there's just a lot of there's a lot of cool shit around the the Oum Celtic alphabet. Should. But anyway, I'll murder you. Uh, you you I, I know it. You've you've had it on the mind. You've had it murder on the mind. So much. Uh, so the birch tree was used for really practical things by humans, you know, making buttons and spools, uh, cribs, tool handles, you know, things like that that you make with kind of pole type like trees. You can build you cabins cribs, and shit. You just mean like sick their houses. Their sweet ass cabin, like their cabin has like a has like a bay window in it, fucking and like crib. a like a t- turret or something, you know. <laughs> um, so the birch tree was a very common choice for the maypole, oh. and it is also one of the first trees to start leafing out in springtime. Mm. So it is with the birch that it has quickly got associated with spring and renewal and rebirth and beginnings. And we've got to remember how much people were watching for those signs of spring, man. Like, come on, spring. Come on, spring. Like, every day, more was at stake as pantries dwindled more and more. Like, I mean, to see those buds starting to appear on trees and leaves starting to appear, like, it meant that, like, a chance is on the horizon or at least more and more luck each day. Chickens might start laying again, you know. Animals will start moving. Crops will start growing. And you have these bright, shining birch trees, you know, just, like, literally just this beacon of hope putting leaves out so early. And it just makes sense. Of course, that is seen as this, like, spring beauty maiden rebirth tree it's just asking people to go fuck in the woods go i mean it's like please please fuck under my branches (laughs) i mean look at it it's a beautiful tree and you got beltane ties of course you know and that that makes sense but also Samhain ties which is really interesting but it also makes sense so Samhain is kind of like the celtic new year and with that is the purification and, you know, like, and the, the new bringings in, the cleansing out of the old and bringing in of the new. So using, like, birch twigs, uh, like, spirits could be driven out of homes uh, on on Samhain night uh, as part of, like, this bringing in of this, this new year, new beginnings, um, and, all, and all of that. So the tie to the birch tree with that. And... Uh, with the spring tie, you get love and fertility ties as well. Uh, you have ties to Frigga and Freya. And uh, they're, here we go. So those could be used as like offerings or symbolisms for them if you choose to work with them. Uh, in the Scottish Highlands, there is like no part of the birch tree that was going to waste Sick. at all. Uh, in fact, uh, the 
word that that Gaelic word bay, like it can be it's all over the place. It's like in like on the map, like it's, you know, crossing and river and you know like it that just like that word is put in all sorts of places and names of territories and areas like it's just the birch tree is clearly important and part of the landscape and uh from i have have an excerpt for you that talks about all of the all of the things that were done with the 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 birch tree so jc loudon uh in his work the encyclopedia of trees and shrubs uh, written in 1842, Whoa. wrote that the Highlanders of Scotland make everything of it. And then he listed all of the shit that they would use it for, like household and like just kind of like all the things that you would use it for. You know, uh, it, so basically like here's just like just a quote from this from this book the the branches are employed as fuel in the distillation of whiskey the spray or like the boughs is used for smoking hams and herrings for which last purpose it is preferred to for every other kind of wood so he's like that's the best it's what they wanted people use the bark for tanning leather and sometimes when the bark or sometimes when dried and twisted into a rope instead of candles so they would dry up the bark and like use that instead of candles the spray was used for thatching houses and also for sleeping on when the heather was scarce the sap could be tapped as it rises in spring and fermented to make birch wine a process still practiced in the highlands today of old the druids made a sap into of old the druids made the sap into a cordial to celebrate the spring equinox give me some birch sap cordial druids please like this is what was this is what was chased out these were the snakes they chased out was fucking druids celebrating the equinox by home brewing some birch wine dude fuck saint patrick's day yeah this is ridiculous like i read that and i was like man that sounds so nice want the birch wine right now please give me cordial oh my goodness (laughs) oh Anyway, <laughs> so as the pep said, uh, there there are it seems medicinal uses here in urinary uh, issues. Yeah, um, I think I read that part. Days. I didn't uh, some days, uh, including like urinary tract infections or cystitis. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. I don't know how many uh, to do. I don't know anything really about how it. Just shove a bunch of leaves in your I mouth. Smoke? to help with my yeah yeah and i um but there you go and with the birch tree we can kind of see this spirit of exploration you know and also one kind of of generosity to do too like the birch tree lives a somewhat hard and fast life as trees go and in mere decades one can sprout and die and live a full life cycle all the while giving its bark, its leaves, its sap, and more to the creatures around it. Everything. And it's this really. just, yeah, everything. And it is this beacon of just kind of promise, you know, this bright, shining tree. And where it shines, even if it's the first to shine in a new place, things will follow it. And that's just kind of the way that it works. And here we kind of have an unexpected, kind of unintentional leader with the birch tree and 
this isn't the energy of a leader that like leads for legacy or for like their face or name to be preserved in time or stone, you know, for power. Like the birch tree leads just because others happen to be following it, you know, and and it's very essence. It kind of is like this trailblazer and like, things are drawn to it. It's like when um, Forrest Gump just started running. Yeah. And people just follow him. Yeah. He didn't make anybody do it. He didn't ask anybody to do it. And that's kind of like what's going on here. It's this like like humble leadership. leadership. And it's It's not not boasted or like thrust upon others. It's just an essence that things want to be around. And they therefore are and they follow. And we wouldn't think that such like this slim and delicate, flexible, short-lived tree would have such maybe immense ecological importance, but it does, you know, because it's like when you walk through the woods, the tree, especially if you're walking through like an established forest, the trees that you're going to pay attention to, you're going to probably have your eye out for them big guys, just because it's amazing to see a tree so old and great, you know, a grand old tree. Yeah. And with the birch, you don't really get that, but with them, you get, something else you know that they're they're kind of missed out and i think it's the trailblazing element of them that is missed because they are so fine and they're not these big thick you know great trees and you know like to where we think about our oaks and our our big old sycamores that will live for hundreds of years you know like they might wield the most influence in the forest and especially so when you have like pole trees, you know, like the like the birch, it's kind of used for shit, you know, tool handles, they're tall and skinny, they don't live very long, they don't show the weight of the years, but they're a tree of new beginnings and of abundance, and they're a tree that helped populate the forest following the ice age, and kind of it helps set that scene and they're still here which is really cool and even though they live quickly they've still they're still here and stood the test of time in their own way and birch tree and magic can harness the energy the energy of leadership but by drawing in instead of putting out or even putting down This is the energy of the trailblazer and not one that leads with ego or like an iron fist, but leads simply because they're looking forward and others can't help but follow the abundance left behind. And this is almost a form of glamour magic in a way. Um, And I feel like the gleaming white of the this, you know, the trunk really adds to it. They're they're not they're unmissable. They're highly recognizable, but they're not garish. They're classically beautiful. They're stark, but they're not like screaming at you. They highlight the things around them. And it's just, they just, they're very complimentary trees. And there's really good magic with that. And they have thrived in maybe not being the biggest and not being the oldest, but in being just kind of right there in the middle. They don't live, they live medium lifespan, medium height. They spread quickly, but they have spread far and succeeded. And I just, I think that there's, it's a really interesting thing to think about because with trees so often we think about time 
you know, the big spans of time. But this makes us think about kind of something else with trees. And it's not that old oak magic. It's like a faster type of magic. And it's more wondrous, I think, almost more youthful in its outlook. It's made to live a life cycle and do so with purpose and be kind of this part of something, to be included in a part of an ecosystem and not like a standalone pillar. It thrives in its inclusion and spread, and it does well not being permanent. It's like its impermanence is where it does well. It reminds me of the pine a little bit in that way. It does. It does remind me of the pine. And I, yeah, they do. They remind me of each other. And I don't know if the pine is a pioneer species too. I would, I would, I would think that it would be, it seems to just kind of pop up anywhere. Um, But it's that pioneer energy, you know, that's kind of what we're working with, with these types of trees. And there's a lot to that. And it's also, it's the fool energy. And I love fool energy. Fool energy is the best man and that's i feel like the fool and birch pair together they they really the meanings uh, really just go so well to me uh with each other and i think that they could be used together well or just kind of in symbolism or paired together or however in workings if you're working with that card i just they really do uh, and if you've got birch trees around and you might, because remember, they're not all white. They don't all look like, you know, the, the stark white ones. Go give it a stroke and tell it, you know stroke. what? You've got it going on. Oh. You've got it going on, birch tree. Call it call it a fool, but like, oh. tell it you mean it as a compliment. Sexy yeah. fool, you sexy yeah, fool. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll know what you mean. Um, yeah, because again, this is a fun, this is a fun young tree. It's into it. It it it, it wants to be. It's it's. If you said that to like an oak, it not only would it maybe take like a minute or two, if not longer, for you to get an answer back. I feel like it would maybe. It depends on the oak, you know. Yeah. Depends on the oak. Depends on where the oak lives. Like if it's a yeah, and if it's an oak like in the middle of like a busy metro area that sees a lot, it might be like sure. But if it was like one of my oaks. I mean, we're going to one of my oaks would be into it probably too. But like an oak that maybe hasn't seen a person in a while, it might be like, what? So, you know, you never know. Tell the birch that it's bussin', no cap. It'll know exactly what you mean by that. (laughs) They're very current on, on the, on the, the new vernaculars of the, of the modern youth. Oh God. How'd that make you feel? I didn't like it. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Well. Well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. I'm still not over our visit from old Nick Pep, but uh, I guess I'll have I'll have to just sort of let it let it simmer and think on his words. Uh, maybe you can figure him out. Maybe you can figure out how many days. Some. I've heard. Some days uh, should do the trick. oh what else he had another gym but i like oh my personal favorite was um did i do i still have that page marked it cracked me up so much let me find it there was one that was funny but but some days it it was so matter of fact it's like my guy yeah place 
It usually grows in woods. <laughs> Thank you. Nicholas, sometimes I'm convinced Nicholas had no idea what he was talking about. But like... I... I... I don't know. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. He can really go on some things. Mm. Um, I do like that every he has the planetary assignments uh, sure. for everything. Everything that, that immediately has it. Yeah, in his government and virtues uh, section. It's the first thing that he will say uh, who basically, you know, like who's who it's ruled by. Strange. Yeah. What a strange cat. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that wraps up our first return to normal. Uh, episode i guess uh, i'm sure that we will at some point talk about the tour and our experiences up there but uh we know we've hit you with a couple of missed weeks and silly sods so we wanted to kind of you thought we'd give you some substance yeah 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 sustenance let you, you get, get some you learned like we said at the beginning sometimes you get a sometimes you get a funny yeah sometimes you get a fact so, oh, that's the that's, that's what we are, are. we're funny funny or fact or fact Mostly funny sometimes, and then even less facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thirty percent yeah. funny, five percent facts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the rest is just noise. It's just wasting your life minute by minute. Laughing, annoying laughing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll catch you next time. Please check us out for the wrapping up of Fwa over on Simp Cap. Uh, if these words mean nothing to you, I'm sorry. Let me put it into human. Can't wait. Uh, can't on our wait. secondary podcast, Simply Captivating, Macy and I are breaking down, discussing. We've been through so much over there, you guys. Oh. Like, we have, it is a roller coaster yes. of emotions yes. over there. Feel like a cat sitting in a room full of rocking chairs oh. over there. Speckled pup sitting in the shade of a wagon wheel. I mean, guys, there's drama. Mm. There is love and loss. Mm. Mm. Uh, there's fucking so much. We've been through so much shit. Yeah, yeah. And that is Farmer Wants a Wife. The penultimate episode comes out, uh, what, tomorrow? Today, I guess, as this comes out. And, well, when uh, this comes out, no, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it's on Hulu tomorrow. Well, come, we put an episode out on Thursday. So if this is coming out on Wednesday, it would come out tomorrow. No, because I mean, we would say tomorrow, meaning Thursday. Listen, yeah. Catch up on SimpCap on Thursdays is what we're saying. I'm um, so ready. Two more. Yeah, over on Patreon.com. And we also uh, have the online coven on Facebook. You know, Facebook at Bitch Hour. I don't know. You'll find all this stuff down where you find it. Come on. Mm. Wow. What what else? There it what is. do you want from me? I don't. This is you're very. I feel like you're really plugged into Taurus season. <laughs> I, I just I've been I've been clocking it multiple times this episode. I'm here for it. It's I, the, I am too. It's it's my favorite. It's my favorite season of the year. It's uh it's my Taurus moon. My Taurus moon's really. Uh, uh, Kimothy and I were talking about our trip up to the up to the north, and she was like, "Y'all should come." get tacos you know like make make another trip come out here and we were talking about how she's j the king of finding food places right 
We kind of talked. She, I, man, she's the best I've ever. I've, I've never had a better. I've. Uh, she, uh, she knows her food, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a Taurus, and uh, she asked. She said, "Did y'all try a Mexican place while y'all were up north? You know, to see." what it was like. And I said, I wanted to, I said, I would like, you know, I like to, to eat all kinds of stuff to compare for the sake of comparison to which she hit me back with like, eh, I only eat the stuff that I know is good or I'll just get mad because of their tacos or barbecue or whatever. And then she goes, I get mad when I eat pulled pork because if, if it's not North Carolina, if it's anywhere but North Carolina, it's not pulled pork. It's just pork they had in a crock pot and there's no bark and no vinegar. And I'm mad about it. Oh, my God. The sweet tea. The sweet tea. Just stop. And then she just said, wow, it's that, definitely tourist season. I can I can hear that message. <laughs> I, I hear it. I, I'll take a barbecue sandwich just about any time of day at any given moment. I'll take a barbecue sandwich from almost anywhere. They're one of those acceptable foods. They're kind of like the uh, church fundraiser banana bread. Mm. Uh, you just, you just, you know what? You're going to be like, you're probably safe. Yeah. You take it, you eat it, you don't ask questions and you'll feel great. No, yeah, we all operate a little bit better under the blissful ignorance of assuming it's a safe thing. Yes, yeah, kind of like the uh, the tamale trucks that just sort of happen, or or the tamale the the just the tamale locals, you know, like that's really mm. common here. Like every year when my mom had her hair salons, just people would come in and had fresh made a whole bunch of tamales and be offering to sell a dozen or so tamales. Yeah. And you bet your fucking ass we jumped on it every goddamn time. Oh yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah. I love I, mean. I love like tamale up, tamale man. time. You just you don't ask you just say yes and you get it and you put the green ah. you put the uh, the green uh, sauce on it. Mm. 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 Wow, I'm very hungry, so uh, I think we should. End I'm this hungry and perhaps yeah. go get food. You guys, you also get some food out there. Treat your drink your water. Drink your water. Drink your water. Eat something good. Eat something oh, delicious. Eat something good. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. Roll mm. around in it. Yeah, yeah. Get sloppy with it. Mm. It's tar mm. season. Mm. That's the. Is that Savor the? Uh, it. Is that the, the the tagline for tar season? Get sloppy with it. Get sloppy with it, but then get really clean and neat mm. with it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, really make it nice afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Get sloppy with it, but like obsessively get nice with it. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Goodbye.